What's up everyone and welcome back to episode 2 of the Feeds Now podcast. If you're new to this podcast, this is a new podcast I have begun doing. Kind of just to show off all my journalistic styles and to get further into journalism and the genres or styles I will be covering in this podcast are going to range from TV reviews to movie reviews to theatre reviews to tourism reviews to commentary and even stemming so far as to go into politics. So in this episode I am going to be reviewing the performance of Six de Mexico that I saw at the Grand Opera House last Saturday and if you haven't heard about Six de Mexico before it is a Mexico that is about the six wives of Henry VIII you may be wondering why I haven't included any music from the actual Mexico in this podcast and that is sort of only so that I can get my head around some of the copyright laws and see what does cover copyright in podcasting and what doesn't. But either way, I hope this makes do, and I hope you enjoy this episode of the podcast. That's normally how we think about Catherine of Aragon, Anne Boleyn, Jane Seymour, Anne of Cleves, Catherine Howard and Catherine Parr, the six wives of Henry VIII. But in six weeks ago, a concert like Mexico written by Toby Marlowe and Lucy Moss, it is completely different. For starters, you could hear the excitement of the audience when the show was about to begin, and the costume design was fabulous. I loved how the queens followed each other on stage, saying each of the words they're remembered by, and how each of them had their own specific style. You could see this in personality as well as style. 
and the retro design for the House of Holbein song added an even more energetic sound to an already very energetic show. Away from the costume and set design though, I also loved how each of the songs were performed and the relationship each wife had with the other one, as well as the jokes that were told throughout. The relationship between Catherine of Aragon, played in this performance by Lauren Drew, and Anne Boleyn, played by Madison Berryman, was a modern day twist on what you would expect from the faithful wife and the original other woman, which actually mixed in very well with the entire narrative of the musical. As someone who has listened to the soundtrack and looked up videos of the performance for the last year on YouTube, albeit slightly addictively. It has always been the songs Don't Lose Your Head and Sex, the final song that have always got me. And I did have to fight very hard not to start singing halfway through. I got past with head dancing. But the jokes told actually made these songs work as well and although I know that historians like my parents would object to the bad girl not to politics have a gambling character I do think the portrayal I saw of her made her the best queen overall Makes and Seymour played by Caitlin Tipping and the Anne Boleyn jokes become even better from the oh do you know what's worse than dying after giving birth to your child having your head chopped off joke to the well I actually bought him a daughter and he cut my head off which I actually think taught history better than schools do and the oh yes spoiler alert I got my head chopped off so after don't lose your head was just too funny not to laugh at. Near the end I also loved how Catherine of Aragon would argue about how many mistresses the king had during the time she was married to him just for Amberlynn to come back with, well, do you want to know how bad my time was? During our marriage, I had not one, but five miscarriages. This rivalry, however, I think also lets the other queens develop themselves, such as Han of Cleves, played by Sakina McFarlane, Catherine Howard, played by Vicky Manser, and Catherine Power, played by Elena Giassi, in a way that actually teaches their own history better than
Thanks, Tuesday. Can make them look like the peacemakers. So, what did I think of the entire performance overall? Well, as the daughter of a historian and of two people who did history at university, I can say going to see sex in person has taught me more about the sex rights and about women's rights throughout history than my parents' knowledge would have taught me in the last 23 years. Having all of the wives reaching peace with each other and realising how they are connected to each other through marrying the same guy was the best ending. From the words of the two last songs are clearer to me now than they were the night before I saw it. The fact that it's an all-female cast also makes it historic and as well as the fact that the band on stage with them are referred to as the ladies in waiting and the fact that Henry never appears makes it even better. The last thing worth mentioning is that despite the fact that the wives in most cases don't have happy endings, they do give us an edited version of their happy ending, given that it's their show and they can have whatever, whatever ending they want, which makes it even better. So overall, I will give this performance five stars and it was a brilliant welcome back to the theatre life. I would definitely pay to see it again. Sex is currently on a UK and Ireland tour and I saw it on its last night in Northern Ireland. But it's currently on until the 16th of October in the Port Guys Theatre in the Republic of Ireland. But yes, it's a well worth see and I would definitely pay to see it again.